Blog Talk Radio. everybody look here uh i'm nervous let me get that out uh so is melanie <laughs> this is uh this is the first this is probably to the day the first show i've done in two years uh the last show i've done i never got a chance to thank them on the air because i hadn't done a show since then was with, with uh south shore alumni uh martin van sickle great show i've even had some people uh text me and request that show but uh, it's, I'm glad to be back, man. This is, uh, I found it to be uh, kind of therapeutic for me, uh, for someone coming up real shy and not saying a whole lot, sitting in the corner, you know, this guy sitting on the edge of the couch at the, at the kids' parties and not dancing and watching everybody else, you know, and uh, never really developed a gift of gab. I always had a gift of writing. A uh, gift of gab came on later, but I found uh, the talking to be really therapy for me. But uh, today's show, uh, this coming Saturday, we have an event, uh, Candlelight Bowl fundraiser for uh, cancer. And this is the seventh uh, year that this has been done. I have attended five. And I'm going to tell you, it is uh, Loveland. Come on down to Loveland. Uh, Some great people. Great fun and a, and a beautiful change of pace. Uh, you can bring the family. You can bowl. You don't have to bowl. Uh, we talk. We dance. We just have fun. We have uh, little awards. Uh, we even have some shedding of tears, uh, tears of gratefulness, uh, tears of love. We have it all. 
And uh, I really highly recommend that you come out to uh, Dalton Bowl this coming Saturday, October 19th. It is from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. And we usually go till 2 a.m., okay? This ain't one of those 2 a.m. where you kind of leave at 12. You know, we, 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 we do the works. And uh, as a result of that, uh, today uh, I have as my guest, uh, South Shore alumni, also an alumni of the uh, University of Illinois. She is the owner and the founder of this fundraiser. She's the owner of Prestige Properties. She is also a cancer survivor, and uh, we will hear her story. And she's just an all-around, just a beautiful person. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to confess to you all, she already knows. I adore her. And she knows it because I told her. <laughs> told her a lot. <laughs> but I want to bring on and introduce to you all. My my good friend, uh, Melanie Sharp. Melanie, how you doing? I am fine. Keith, how are you? I am doing great to have you on and uh, doing great. Looking forward to this coming Saturday's fundraiser once again. Uh, now, this is the seventh one. When you first started this fundraiser, did you have any idea that it would be going as, as super well and getting better every year as it, as it has been? I had no idea at all. I just knew that this was an event that I had attended before, and I had run a couple of them, and I enjoyed doing it. And I thought it would be something I could do to to help cancer survivors. And at that time, uh, I wasn't affiliated with an organization. I would walk with the YME organization, but we basically donated the money to the uh, American Cancer Society. So as the event uh, continued, I became affiliated with an organization, which we'll talk about in a little while. And mm-hmm. uh, I make sure that uh, I raise enough money to make a donation to that organization, Natasha C. Joyner Foundation, as well as uh, a survivor that I have identified or a young lady uh, that I think is going through a difficult time and having struggles on the battlefield. So uh, that, that's my intent, and that's my uh, hope to be able to continue to do that. Now, for those, uh, since the last time I've done a show, I have have quite a few more, hundreds of more friends than I had uh, at that time, and they don't know the story. I know the story, but I just wanted to kind of quickly go back and, and how this all started with you and uh, and, and your uh your, your quest to defeat cancer and uh, how this all started and, and where you are now with it. Okay. Uh, I was first diagnosed in 2003, and I was going through a divorce. I had just started uh, divorce proceedings, and it, it was pretty ugly. And I thought, okay, you may have to uh, raise these your sons without any assistance. So I said I better check, get myself checked out, make sure everything is in order. And I had missed my mammogram that October. And I had my mammogram in May, and that's May of 2003. I was celebrating my 10th year anniversary for my company. And that's when I found out that I had breast cancer. So not to spoil the celebration, the anniversary, I didn't really tell anybody until after the event. So um, it was a very, a very difficult time. I just basically knew what I had to do. As a matter of fact, uh, I believe I was in court and I got the call that, yes, it was positive I had breast cancer. So I went back into the courtroom and basically told my attorney, I just need to end this. And I'm thinking, well, I don't want to give him anything thinking stupid. I don't want to give him anything to uh, feel good about in this situation because when you're at odds with a person, for you, your bad news is good news to them. And I just, my thinking was off. But all I knew was I had to end that situation and get into treatment. So, uh I basically now, now when you say when you, when you say 
when you say ended, do you mean you, you mean you were thinking to an extreme from as a result of being depressed about this diagnosis? No, 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 no. End, end this back and forth with the divorce. Okay, no, I, I just I never thought about that. No, just okay. end end the back and forth and the bantering and and come back in oh. two weeks, come back in a month. You know, basically get the divorce over with so I could get into treatment and and move on with my life. Okay, just wanted to clear that up. Okay. Okay. So um, once I got into treatment, I had great support, Um, my family members, friends, uh, a great deal of support. I think I was was talking to a friend of mine earlier today, and I kind of broke down a little bit because at that time I was kind of of naive, um, had gone through a lot to me. I I felt like, hey, I... I do not have time to have breast cancer. I just don't have time. Do what mm-hmm. we need to do and let me get on with my life. I got to take care of my family. Um, you know, take it out. Let's be done with it. Let's move forward. Little did I know it would come back four years later. I actually went to the doctor to try and have them take me off of the medication tamoxifen because I felt it um, – changing my personality and I I didn't like it and Mm -hmm. I just happened to mention to the doctor that you know I felt a slight a very slight pain had I not been in a doctor's office I probably would not have even mentioned it so he did another mammogram and that's when he told me that the cancer had had returned and thank God it was the first time it was stage zero and the second time it was stage zero but because Mm -hmm. it came back in the same breast they can't re-radiate the same breast, so they had to do the mastectomy, which they did, and they did the reconstructive uh, surgery. So it, it, it worked out. And that, mm-hmm. that, again, I had a great deal of support and help uh, and was able to make it through. But I, if I had to pick the time to have it, that would have been the time because I think dealing with a diagnosis like that would be totally different for me at this time. Mm-hmm. And so it all came about that way. And eventually you came across uh, a, a wonderful, wonderful young lady, uh, Tasha C. Joyner. And how did, how did that come into play? And just take, take us on that ride. Well, I always talk about God and connecting the dots. And there was, I was having a raffle at the high school, always fundraising, always volunteering, and kind of forced myself to to meet the winner at my office. had no intentions of being in my office, and I just happened to be there, and I ran out to my car, and I was wearing a survivor shirt, and there was a cleaner's right next door to me, and I saw a young lady. She said, you're a survivor? And I said, yes, I'm a two-time survivor. And she said, oh, me too. And we hugged. That young lady was Jacqueline Shannon, who was a very good friend, a sister survivor. Uh, and I'm hoping that she'll make it by here tonight so she can talk a little bit about her story as well. Mm-hmm. But she uh, came into my office, referred me a client who was a good friend as well, and then she told me about the Tasha C. Joyner Foundation. So I called and spoke with Tasha that day, uh, met with her, I believe, the following week. I know I was doing the Daniel fast, so I had to limit my eating. So I had to sit across from her and watch her eat blueberry pancakes and sausage and eggs. But we had a very good conversation, and uh, she has an event uh, called Pillow Talk where survivors and young ladies on the battlefield now come out and we fellowship it's every third Thursday of the month and we celebrate life we empower one another we support each other Uh, Tasha is a very strong woman I commend her for the support that she gives to the young ladies because she's always there and she has a good support system as well Um, I, I don't know how she does it sometimes because the, the young ladies that, that, that I have 
strong feeling for right now that I I reach out to for emotional support or just to be there. Uh, it was painful today. I just thinking about it and having a conversation with a young lady. And I put a post on just to let people know that that we can all do something. It doesn't have to be a candlelight bowl fundraiser. It doesn't have to be anything of any magnitude. Uh, it could just be to let someone know that regardless of what time, if you just want to cry, if you want to vent, if you want to, you know, just you up and can't sleep and just want to talk to somebody, you can reach out. There's a lot of things that we can do. This is, you know, some people are dealing with this for the first time. They're afraid. Uh, they don't know what's in store. They don't know what survivor looks like, you know, and that's what I've tried to live my life as a survivor to show that, hey, you can you can beat this, you can beat it once, you can beat it twice, and you can go on and, and live a healthy and, and fulfilling life. Uh, I mentioned earlier, go ahead. No, you go right ahead. You go right ahead. Yeah, I mentioned earlier that, you know, if, if I had to pick a time, I, I, I don't know if I would, could be as strong um, now as I was before because just in life and getting older and circumstances, um, I find that I now struggle from depression. And sometimes I have to look at the pictures of myself smiling just to remember this is what I need to get back to. And it it becomes an ongoing battle. Some people don't want to talk about it. Uh, It still has a a huge stigma attached to it. Uh, But it's it's real. It's real. And I talk to a lot of people. Uh, I recognize it. Uh, Some people are in denial about it. They know people who go through it and don't quite understand it. Until you really experience it, uh, it it's, it's kind of hard to wrap your head. But that, that's one reason say, why. Oh, well, don't be sad. What are you sad about? you you got things to be yeah. blessed about. And that's the hard part about depression because you know that. And if you have a relationship yeah. with God, you know that, that things are not as bad as they appear when you're in that place. So, I would not, I don't know if I would have had the the strength now that I had back in 2003 when I was first diagnosed. Well, one, one reason why I really wanted to do this show, of course, I always have tried to get a show in, uh, you know, maybe the week before the Candlelight Fundraiser to promote it. But because, like mm-hmm. you mentioned about depression, you know, a lot, of, I'm not going to say a lot of people, everybody suffers from depression, some people on different levels. Uh, but everybody has depressing moments, and they don't talk about it. And just like uh, we have the Tasha C. The C. Joyner Foundation for the Cancer Survivors, I, I was kind of thinking about maybe trying to get some type of connection or a group from people who maybe don't have anybody to reach out to to talk to when they have these depressing moments because it can make mm-hmm. a difference. I mean, I suffer from depression, uh, but I don't, I don't suffer from it. I deal with it. But, I, but the first thing I had to do was recognize and acknowledge the fact that this is what I was experiencing. So Absolutely. once I learned once I learned that, then I went to work on the man in the mirror. So I got this, but I know a lot of people okay. don't. Okay. And uh, I'm going to try to kind of reach out and try to do something like the same thing Natasha's doing with the cancer survivors, maybe do the same thing with those who experience those depressing moments but have no one to reach to. I think that's a great idea, I really do. And you've always reached out to me. We talk. We, you know, we, we're friends. We're real. Uh, I don't hide anything. You check on me just to see how I'm doing. Uh, and, and sometimes I'm up, but sometimes I'm down. But usually, you know, when I kind of back away off of Facebook or, you know, don't, I'm not really out there doing the things I usually do. That's usually a time when I'm going through a, a through a struggle, and and I recognize that I have to. To get out of it, I kind of recognize what what prompts it. I'm used to being active and on the go all the time, and I guess as you get older, things kind of slow down. Uh, you can't be superwoman and, and overactive, the energizer bunny, 24/7. You, 
have to slow down, and I, I just kind of have to learn how to um, to manage it, to balance it. So I, I remember with the why me, I would always ask instead of why me, why not me? And I believe mm-hmm. that the purpose for me having cancer was to live my life as an example, as a, a survivor. And now it's okay. Now, why the depression? Because I don't want to have to champion too many causes. That that creates stress. But I am sharing my story so that people will understand and maybe open up themselves and, and kind of maybe recognize that, hey, this is, this is real. And if it can happen to her, it doesn't look like she's depressed. No, I probably wouldn't post a picture where I look depressed. I probably wouldn't want to take a picture when I felt depressed. Yeah. But that's sort of what people hide behind. I think there's even a commercial where the lady has a, a face that she's, um, it, it, it shows the sad face. That's how she's really feeling. But people who know you deep down and people that you open up and, and open up to and let in, uh, they recognize it and, and they understand it. But I I pray that I don't have to deal with cancer ever again in my life, in person or family, close family members, good friends, because it, it affects me a little bit differently now because I I hear people who are afraid who have it. I hear people who are asking after 16 years, why me? You know, I see people who can't get uh, insurance because they make $20 over the, the limit or can't get uh, disability because they haven't been off long enough. This is ridiculous to me, and that that's hurtful. It's hurtful. Yeah. And I'm glad I kind of dealt with it earlier today because I would probably be blubbering right now. But we wanted to talk about the event. I wanted to share. I'm, I'm an open book. You can ask me anything. Um, anything I can do to help because it's it's hard out here right now. A lot of people are just about everybody. If they if if you let them tell you, somebody is going through something. And sometimes, and sometimes it helps just to hear that that hey. I'm going through it too. Just to hear that somebody else has dealt with this or are dealing with it as well, then it makes you feel like you're not in this by yourself. Let me uh, say, which which I I didn't do in the beginning of the show. I'll do it now. But anybody who wants to call in and share your experience or just just talk to us, Uh, we're talking about uh, cancer surviving. We're talking about depression. We're talking about the the love land um, that's coming up this Saturday. Candlelight Bowling Fundraiser for Cancer Research. Uh, at Dalton Bowl this coming Saturday, October 19th, from 9 to 2. Uh, you want to call in, the number is 718-664-9513. One more time, that is 718-664-9513. Uh, I did see a caller coming in, but they a couple of times they uh, hung up, but if they want to call back in, we'd be more than happy to, to get them right in. Now, yeah, one, I think one, Tosh is trying to call in, Keith. Is she? Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, let's see if this might be the, uh, as we say, the Madam Butterfly. Okay. Uh, Hello. This Tasha. Hi there, Keith. Hello. Hey, Miss Joyner. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. I cannot believe it's been two years since you've been on the air. Really? Uh, yeah, I can, I'm having a trouble believing it too, but it, 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 it is. <laughs> wow. Okay. Hi, Melanie. Hello, Madam Butterfly. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, darling. Great. I just wanted to call in quickly to say how much I adore Melanie Sharp and how her light has truly led the way for some of our um, newly diagnosed women. What what you're doing, Melody, is amazing, commendable, and you know what I tell you all the time. You have to stay focused, which you do, but we can't stretch ourselves. 
and you gave me the biggest compliment. You do not know how I do what I do. <laughs> it's because God has given me the strength to do it, and he has given you that strength as well. Thank you. Thank you, Tasha. I appreciate it. Tasha, uh, for for those who may uh, have maybe recently or not so recently been diagnosed and maybe find themselves on an island with no one to reach out to and no support group, how can they come into contact with the uh, Tasha C. C. Joyner Foundation? Well, they can actually visit our website, www.tatisacjoiner foundation.com. On that website, it has a form where you fill out to contact us and a telephone number to reach us. Um, Keith, really what we do, we're not out to recruit because we don't want any more members <laughs> in this okay. um, select, okay. select sorority. We, we do not want any more members, but unfortunately, with all the women being diagnosed, um, the number has dropped from one to eight to now one to six. One in six women are now being diagnosed, and they're being diagnosed younger and younger. So when someone reaches out to us, it's not that we're welcoming them into a club. We are embracing them because we know the journey they're about to be on is going to be tough, not just for them, but for their family as well. But we Mm -hmm. have veterans within the organization that we call the Butterflies who have been there. And when we have these newly diagnosed women and we're able to look in their face and they see someone who looks like them, (laughs) then they know how strong our race is, how strong our culture is. We're going to take care of you. We're going to embrace you. We're going to be with you every step of the way. So they reach us through other butterflies. They also reach us through um, people who know of us, and they can also reach us through our website and telephone number. Now, is that the same uh, path if someone wanted to, because I know uh, groups, you know, they need financing to do some of the things that they do. Uh, for anyone who wanted to make a donation, uh, what path would they take in order to do that? Is that the same website? They would do yeah, the same website, Keith, and all the donations that we receive. Um, our services are healthy lifestyle eating, um, prosthetic wigs, transportation to and from chemo, Um, And we have what we call a retreat house once a month that our ladies come to and just nurturing that they need. Um, We just as Melody said, she's an open book. We are an open book. We discuss everything from sex to hair to lipstick to, you know, vacation. It's not just the place where you come and say, woe is me or why did this happen? This is a place where you come to celebrate your life. And we are showing you how you do it, and we do not look like what we've been through. So for a newly diagnosed woman to see another woman who has gone through it and she looks amazing, that gives her hope. That gives her inspiration to fight through it. And that's what we do. Well, I, I tell you, I, uh, you know, I've seen you at some of the, uh, the uh, fundraisers at the bowling alley, and I tell you, the, the vibe that you and Mel – give off when you're all together is incredible. I mean, you can you, you just feel the affection and the appreciation and respect that you two have for each other. And not just between the two of you, it's the vibe that fills the whole bowling alley. That's why I hope people come out and just experience this and just take it all in. Because it's, it's a beautiful event with some beautiful people. Absolutely. And Melanie is doing a phenomenal job and, and this is her way of giving back because what she has gone through with her divorce and raising her two sons and being an incredible, strong African-American woman that can show someone, hey, I beat this twice. Hey, I'm running a business. Hey, I've raised my boy. Guess what? If I can do it, you can too. So my hat is off to my butterfly, Melanie. I'm so incredibly proud of her. And we are called the Dimple Twins because both of us have dimples. When I see her smile, when I see her eye, that's how I know she's happy. So I love you. I can't wait to see you on Saturday. We're going to have a phenomenal time like we've done for the past six years, 
and come out dressed in your 70s and just get ready to party like it's 1999. Absolutely. Tasha, Fantastic. thank you for calling. And I, I look forward to seeing you again in the uh, you know, I'll be taking pictures like crazy. We got to get our selfies too together now. And uh, I know, I know. I'll see you Saturday, and God bless you. Thank you. All right, Natasha, love you, you take- Tasha. I love you too, darling. Bye bye. Okay. Now, what we're gonna do is, you know, I always take one of them quick old school breaks. But before we do that, uh, when we come back, we're gonna talk more about the uh, the fundraiser. We'll talk about the prestige. Uh, uh, prestige properties and talk, maybe talk a little bit about the picnic too because the picnic the South Shore all class picnic I'm still feeling it uh, okay. I uh, did have a moment there where I had to stop in my tracks because I, I took a moment to think about those people who were not there uh, because they were mm-hmm. no longer with or uh, uh, for reasons beyond their control they could not attend and, I, and, I, and, and that's when I had a little depressing moment, but I snapped out of it because of the people who were there. But before we okay. take this break, what I do want to do is we want to take this moment of silence for those people who uh, we know, love, and respect who are not here with us anymore. Now, you can meditate. You can pray. Uh, you can just think. You know, do what you do for this moment of silence for our friends and family who are no longer with us. And then we'll be right back. Thank you.
Okay, we are back, Mel, and we do have a caller. We'll bring them right in. The last four digits is uh, 2887. Okay, come on now. Okay, caller, are you with us? 2887. Okay, caller with the last four digits, 2887. Are you with us? And Keith, Katie and Johnita said they weren't able to get in, so I don't know if. Uh, whoever has 2887, whoever's last digits is 2887, they're in, but they're not saying anything. But if they want to come in and say something, we'll acknowledge them. And uh, I'm still looking for more callers to come in. Uh, not sure what happened. I, I, I've only seen a couple of callers come in. But, okay, have, have them try again. I'm, I'm watching the board here. But. We are back, and like I said, this Saturday, October 19th, from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m., Dalton Bowl, 401 East Sibley Boulevard, Dalton, Illinois. That's where it's going to be. Prestige property, 7th Annual Candlelight Bowl Cancer Fundraiser. So, uh Mel, has any? Uh, I, I noticed. I think we have a '70s theme here. What 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 have we added this year uh, to the event? Well, I have an extra special birthday gift for my survivors. Because it's not just about raising funds; it's about having fun. So, cancer survivors, we call it our second birthday. So I always do something special. Uh, for my survivors, give them a, a birthday present, so to speak. Um, they're able to talk about uh, their story, share their story if they like. Uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. I'm looking to really party this time. I won't be bowling because I hurt my wrist. Uh, but a lot of times I, it's hard for me to find time to slip on the lane anyway. So, um I'm always open to, to new ideas. Uh, I try to change up the uh, gifts that I give the young ladies. But it's, it's all about making them feel special and, and celebrated and doing something for them. This, this is their party. This is our celebration. This is a huge birthday party. And we've taken over the whole bowling alley. It's already paid for. Only people coming to our event will be in the bowling alley. Uh, this year we're raffling off a 70-inch television. And the way I came up with that idea, I figured, okay, this is the seventh event, and I want to make it ten times better. So we'll follow the 70s thing. We'll do the 70s uh, attire. We're raffling off 70 gifts, 70-inch uh, television. So uh, I had a lot of fun in high school. I graduated in 77, so that's the time I'd like to kind of remember and celebrate and I think a lot of people enjoy doing that, dressing up and um, just kind of going back to that to that fun time. Uh, some of the yeah, people have, there, the younger folks won't appreciate it but I think we will. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think the younger people from the pictures I've taken of the younger folks it looks like to me they're having just as good a time within their own within their own selves as we are. But we have a, we have a okay. caller here uh, uh, last four digits of the phone is seven eight zero seven. Are you with us? Caller, are you with us? Last four digits seven eight zero seven. Speak up. Okay, caller dropped out. Okay, uh, Mel. So let's let's uh, talk mm-hmm. about uh, prestige properties. Some uh, that. Uh, Prestige Properties is the uh, sponsor of the group, so, you know, let's talk about it. Well, Prestige Properties is was my first baby. I call it my third child, but it was my first baby. Um, matter of fact, I was I just had my son Matthew when I started Prestige Properties. It started in 92, opened an official office in 93. And we're still going strong to survive the um, 2007, 2006, 2007 uh, housing crash. 
we're still here. A lot of people are not. A lot of companies are not. Uh, we uh, enjoy what we do. I enjoy putting first-time home buyers in their properties and taking empty nesters and selling their homes and putting them in something that they're more comfortable with. Uh, It's all about listening to the needs of your client and servicing those needs. Um, It's something I enjoy doing. So they say when you do what you really enjoy and you love what you do, it's it's not work. So uh, that is what I do at Prestige Properties. I've got six agents that work under me. They make it easy for me to take a break from time to time, do a little traveling. Um, we do first-time home buyers. We do investment properties, commercial properties. Uh, and if you just have a real estate question, a lot of times I get people who call and ask about their taxes just because they know that I'm in real estate. So uh, it's not limited to just buying and, and selling. It's being a source of information and knowledge and assistance in a lot of cases. So this is our 27th year in business. Um, I think I have a good five years left of me, and then I'll probably think about retiring. And uh, may, uh, as a matter of fact, I want to apologize to the callers. They may have been, been calling just to listen, and maybe I kind of shoot them away. I didn't mean to do that. Uh, if you're calling, you just want to listen, and I uh, I acknowledge you. Just just remain uh, uh, mute, and I, I'll understand that, and I'll I'll, I'll keep you on, and uh, you're more than welcome to listen. So I, I wasn't thinking on that one. But uh, for prestige properties, uh, I want to make it clear that you can. You can take anyone by the hand from uh, the beginning to the very end until they land into their new residence. Isn't that correct? Absolutely. Um, From getting pre-qualified, I usually refer them to one of my uh, preferred lenders. Uh, I have a close friend, Sheila Gower, that I work with very closely. And the the purpose of that is so that you know and fully understand uh, what it is you're about to undertake. You know, when you go out and you buy a house, you, you look at the the price. You have a price in mind, but you have to understand with the, the way taxes are in Cook County, that has a huge effect on what your payment is going to end up being. I mean, those, the taxes we're dealing with in Cook County can really price you out of a, a house. So our goal is to make sure that you get in something that you can maintain and that you can, can enjoy and especially as first-time home buyers, uh, you're going to have expenses that you're not used to. So when we qualify you, we're going to look at all of your expenses, your uh, credit cards, uh, bills, your utilities, your uh, card note, and make sure that this payment is in line with your income so that uh, you can enjoy your house. You can still go out and have a steak dinner. You can still travel. So it's not just finding the right home. It's finding... Uh, the right financial uh, uh, situation for you as well. Okay. They, uh, I want them to understand that uh, you never know when someone might need to reach out and uh, some assistance in home buying. Uh, and as far as uh, information on prestige properties, uh, you you have a uh, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, really, the best way to reach me is my cell phone, 708-712-1541, 708-712-1541. My office is located in Lansing on the southwest corner of 170th and Torrance, directly across from Pope. So we're uh, open on Sunday by appointment. Uh, but my phone is always on, so uh, if you have any questions regarding real estate, you're free to give me a call. Now, I want to, uh, before we take the last break, when we come back, of course, you know, I always want to give you that, uh, you know, share your thoughts, that uh, final word. And But just, just touch base on, on, on the picnic. What, just give me an idea of the, uh, the, what did you feel about the South Shore All-Class picnic? I know how I felt. And I, I intend to do a show uh, pertaining to that. In fact, I want to get Shannon Washington and Patty King and the people who organize it 
and I want to talk about how they went about doing that and just give them praise for doing such a great job. What, what, what did you feel about being in that picnic? I, I really enjoyed it. Unfortunately, I got there a little bit late this year. Um, I was a little disappointed that more of the class of 77 didn't show up. I always enjoyed my class. Uh, those that showed up, we always have a good time. But I would have thought with the majority of us turning 60 and not really doing the, the trip we had planned, that that would have been a, a great opportunity to get together uh, and just just enjoy one another. Uh, I look forward yeah. to it every year because life has kind of, kind of come full circle. I have some friends that I still kept in touch with from high school, but it seems like with the reunion, you you just growing those friendships all over again. That's the, that that dot being connected again. These are people who, you know, a lot of people you met in high school, you don't hear from, you don't see anymore. But then there's this this group that comes to Rainbow Beach every year in the uh, South Shore, the old building. And get together for a picnic, and it, it, it's a lot of fun. It brings up the memories. You take pictures. Uh, you can look on the on Facebook the day after and see all your, your friends, and and just kind of remember those relationships. Remember then, and then remember the, the relationships that are being uh, nurtured now. I hear you. So hopefully, yeah, I... the class of '77, if you're listening, let's show up next year because you really miss a good time and then those, those other classes you may not know those people but they're there to have a, a good time and you're, you're connected that's south shore tars tars for life uh, it, it's really a good time and it would be nice here. we don't know how how much longer we have so if that's a way to celebrate something to do just get out and have a good time then you can go on back to what you were doing and not reach out if you don't want to be bothered, but this is a time to really get together and just really fellowship, which is your class. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll take the final old school. We come back, I'll get a uh, closing statement from you, and then we'll shut it down. I want to thank you for being here, and I uh, really appreciate it. It's always a beautiful show talking to you like this, even though we talk off off, off the air also. But uh, okay. we'll be right back, and we'll give you, uh, we'll get a closing thought from Melanie Sharp. Yeah. Uh. 
And we are back with Melanie Sharp, owner of Prestige Real Estate, Prestige Properties, and the founder of the Candlelight Bowl Fundraiser that's taking place this coming Saturday, the 19th of October at Dalton Bowl, 9 o'clock to 2 a.m. Okay, Mel, you've got the mic. You can make get a closing statement in and keep it moving. Okay, just wanted to point out a few things. The doors will open at 8.30. Come in and get your tickets, your subs, your bowling shoes, get your lanes together. Uh, if it's five or more bowling, or four or more, actually, you can get a lane with your friends so everybody can bowl together. Uh, I want to speak on the raffle. Uh, this is a, a really nice television here, a nice 70-inch television still in the box. Uh, <laughs> tickets for that are $5 each, or you can get a book of five tickets for $20. So I know it's kind of late to, to hook up with me. You can get tickets at the event. Uh, if you're not planning on attending the event, uh, you can reach out. There's information on the bottom of the flyer where you can quick pay the money, and I can send your uh, subs and put your entries into the raffle. Um we're going to do that drawing on Facebook Live probably about 12.30 Sunday morning. So listen out if you did buy tickets. If you haven't bought tickets, it's not too late. Uh, Keith, I want to thank you for, for all that you do. Uh, I know people recognize the, the number of pictures that you take, the, I mean, the endless photos, the time and, and energy that you put into it, and you always capture such. Uh, great moments at these events. Uh, you have, have saved my life a couple of times. And it's, it's always nice to, to see you at the events. You get on a plane or you get on the road and you, you get there. No matter what, you get there. You, your commitment is as deep as mine is, and I appreciate that. And I think that uh, uh, those survivors that see those pictures, those many pictures that, that you take, uh, that's something for them to hold on to as well. Um, we talked about a lot of things here. Uh, we talked about breast cancer. What I would say about that is, is get your mammograms. Early detection is the key. Uh, it's not a death sentence to be diagnosed with cancer. And nobody wants to hear that, but there are a lot of people who are living with it struggling with it, surviving it. And there are some beautiful people who have lost their battle. I lost a cousin, uh, Michelle Cook-Croft, um, a very painful loss that she lives on in our memories. The Cook family strongly supports. We do the sister strut in October. So there are many ways to support events and uh, the, the cause cancer and cancer awareness. And not just breast cancer, all cancers. We celebrate all cancer survivors. So that's what we're looking forward to uh, this weekend. Uh, Thank you for allowing me to touch on the depression issue uh, for some people and and even with uh, medication, therapy, it's not taboo, people. It's not. Talk to someone Get help. Uh, you know, it just may be a matter of needing to exercise more. But get get yep. your mind right, get your body right, get your health right. Uh, life is life is too short. I'm 60 years old. I don't know how much time I have left, but I plan to enjoy it. So I'm looking forward to more travel, uh, more events. Hopefully, I'll get to the point where I can do things year-round and not just in October because the kind of help that I would like to provide 
It's going to take more than a one-night event to make that happen. So I'm looking for you all support. If anyone has any questions on how to do a fundraiser or how they can support, I gave my number earlier, 708-712-1541. It's not just about real estate. If you have any questions that you think I might be able to shed some light on, feel free to call me. I'm with, that. I'm with that, and I'll close by just saying, in the name of whomever or whatever, your spiritual power, peace.